Today's show is brought to you by Hoopsters, the greatest basketball-themed board game ever. Actually, Coach, Hoopsters is sold out worldwide, completely sold out. So we've got a new sponsor tonight. Hmm. Um, oh, oh. Okay. hi, this is Coach. And if there's one thing that we can be sure that every true sports fan loves, it's beautifully designed wallpaper. That's right, Coach. Sports fans love beautifully designed wallpaper. And I'm not talking about those garbage prints at Sherwin-Williams. Hell no. I'm talking about the artfully designed patterns from our friends at Paperbird. Those rule. From geometric and modern to classic and vintage, these are the patterns that will set your walls apart. Plus, it's peel and stick wallpaper, so no more fussing with liquidy glues and brushes and stuff. Paperbird's wallpaper is easy to clean, safe, and non-toxic, just like Sports Wednesday. So head to paperbirdhome.com to get yours today. And tell them BMOC sent you. Good times. All right. Let's go ahead and do this in three, two, one. QBMOC. Today on Sports Wednesday. The NFL Draft is tomorrow night, and for once, our podcast is well-timed. We've got picks predictions and predilections predilections even plus we're ready are we ready to bet with coaches preta we're gonna let maestro decide it's not monday it's not tuesday it's sports wednesday worldwide Oh man, live live music on a podcast is is just it's the gift that keeps on giving. It's pure gold. It's well, Butsky. Welcome to Sports Wednesday, everyone. Sports talk for the medium fan. That means we get the big stories right and the details wrong. And if you're cool with that, we'll go ahead and have a show. My name's Pete Brown. I am the big man on campus, or BMOC. I'll be driving the trains tonight, and joining me as always. This guy, oh man, he went broke in the big silly band gold rush of 2008. It's the coach, <laughs> basketball legend Matt Longley. How are you, coach? That's good. I, I I remember the gold rush of silly bands. God, that was that was a good time. Good time. The salad days. Good times. And then coach, uh, so everybody knows, is uh, he's running on empty tonight. He's teaching all day and coaching all night. And then uh, after after his team plays, he keeps them there for another three hours to practice. Another one. Yes. <laughs> he's the Good Herb times. Brooks of, of middle school baseball. That's right. Just without the wins and the gold medal. We're, we're glad you're here. And, of course, bringing you the live music that sets this podcast apart. He wants to make... With his hands, his very own sitar, but he just can't find the right size gourd. It's the maestro, Brian Hank. How are you, maestro? Gourd. I love that word. You need a gourd. gourd. Hey, you know, I'm just living on leftovers. It's all good. All right. Living on leftovers. Living on leftovers. Speaking of leftovers, let's uh, let's take care of some housekeeping here. You can always follow the show on sport on Twitter at Sport Wednesday and everywhere else at Sports Wednesday. That's the Facebook, that's Instagram, that's TikTok. Uh, boy, I'm learning a lot about TikTok, guys. That's a fussy algorithm. I'll tell you that much. It's hard to it's hard to crack, huh? 
Well, I posted a short video of my daughter screaming at me when I bought my first tracksuit, and uh, that got two views. <laughs> and as I looked into it, it was like oh. it was locked down by TikTok until a human reviewed it. So I guess because of the screaming, their their AI is like this might be uh, uh, something Violence. we have to look at. Yeah. So I ended up deleting it and just posted how how to keep your. Um, headphone cords uh, tidy, which I think is of great interest to our listeners because oh, we yes. still use headphones with cords. And that got 700 views. New new, new record. <laughs> Noise. Noise. So that's uh, that's nutty. But follow us on the socials. That's fun. And then, of course, there's Cappuccino. Cappuccino. You guys can follow us. Cappuccino. It's, it's, it's a daily podcast that comes out with little beans that we record audio. And you can join. You can be a listener and a contributor. <sighs> It's it's totally possible. Just go to Cappuccino uh, Doc, download the app, search for Sports Wednesday to join us on Cappuccino. We have a bean of the week. You guys ready for the bean? Yeah, bean up. All right. And the one thing I'm going to say about this bean uh, before we play it is uh, it came on the heels of Coach complaining about people mowing their lawn before 9 a.m. Just got in from a early morning mo- lawn mowing. Man, nothing nothing gets the blood pumping like getting up bright and early, watching the sunrise as you're creating perfectly symmetrical lines in the yard such a beautiful sight then you get to come inside and grab that first cup of coffee and <laughs> nothing like that on a sunday morning so i think the drive is getting to that point where i might have to stop watching yeah you know when shane bieber is going up against garrett cole garrett cole's uh, a phenomenal pitcher and so you don't expect a victory there but the yankees are not that good and lose the last couple games against him I don't have much hope for today either which is Sunday final of the four game series Maestro I got a riff for you how about the opening riff to Kingdom Comes get it on yeah it's a little bit Led Zeppelin-y but it's a it's a for, for those of us from the 80s and 90s it's an instantly recognizable riff and it's a good one so that's my first suggestion Speaking of suggestions, my music suggestion for the day. If Greta Van Fleet is the modern-day Led Zeppelin, Dirty Honey is the modern Aerosmith meets Guns N' Roses. The songs aren't maybe quite as catchy as those two bands, but Dirty Honey, check it out. Their first debut album was released this past Friday, full of like 70s and 80s classic rock riffs and, and, and high vocals and all that kind of stuff, so check it out. Dirty honey. Dirty honey. So loyal listener, Tips beans are great. I feel like he like makes a bullet list and uh, he's got three or four things in each bean. Always a good music recommendation. So keep those coming, Chip. Uh, I love this one because it started out throwing some shade at the coach. <laughs> I felt the shade. He's still wrong, but I felt the shade. Yeah, and he I, he is spot on about the the Cleveland Indians. So they unless they hit five home <gasps> runs in a game, they are struggling. And they 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 did it tonight. They did they a walk off tonight. Yeah, so big win, big win tonight. They beat big uh, the win. Si- they be- beat the Brooklyn Dodgers twenty seven to six. Yes, well done. Beat those Dodgers. So that's Cappuccino. Uh, 
Bean of the Week. And then Chip, uh, if you're listening to this episode, I think you're going to be pleased with some of the music Maestro has on tap. Oh, come on. You're giving it away. <laughs> Sorry about that. <laughs> All right, guys. I have, to, I, have to, I have to bring the ESPN bracket March Madness thing to, to an end. Please bring uh, it to an end. So, you know, we took it already. We took, we took, we took last week off. That gave two weeks for ESWB 43219 to reach out uh, or Clay Hodges. Neither one did. So ultimately, uh, when I went through the bracket to find the top ranked listener that we know is a listener that uh, is not coach or maestro or me, uh, that means our, our March Madness bracket championship goes to Tall Sean. For a 17th place finish, just a, an inspiring 60.3%. Oh, well done, Talshawn. Nice work, Talshawn. So uh, he he has, guys, I don't know if I texted this to you today or not. Um, he's got some merch coming his way, and I customized it just, just for this uh, event. So congratulations to you, Talshawn, on that. Well done. All right. <laughs> As the coach pointed out, uh, a lot of times, you know, we come out on Wednesdays and nobody wants to talk about what happened the the week previous, and it's too early to talk about what's coming up on the weekend, which puts the podcast in a bad spot, to be honest. But it's called Sports Wednesday for a reason. The NFL drafts the one time that we're actually relevant. We come out the day before the draft. <laughs> we're going to talk about that in our draft preview. Before uh, before we get into this, can I ask you guys, are you going to watch the draft? Uh, uh, the, maybe the first 10 picks, but I don't, I don't know. Coach, I, Coach, I thought you were going to come over. We're going to hang out. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Play, yeah, yeah, play yeah, ping yeah. pong and drink, drink some beers. Just hang out. I love that idea. So, yes. Then I then I am watching it. Sounds like it. Sounds like a good time. Yeah, cool, cool, cool. All right, guys, cool, cool, cool. cool. I, uh, I, I am, I'm finding it increasingly unwatchable, and I don't know if that's just because I'm getting grouchier as I get older, or you know, I really feel like the better name was the NFL player selection meetings, which they used to use. Yes. So, and you guys know I'm not a fan of Roger Goodell, and whenever he shows up, oh. it makes me throw up in my mouth a little bit. You and Roger. But that's not Roger why people are tuning in. They're not. No. Nobody no. nobody in the entire country knows who the top pick is going to be. They are all basically waiting for Sports <laughs> Wednesday to come out and say who we think it is. So did, here's what we're going to do. Did we do like a Zoom call last year? We did. We watched it live. We Zoomed together. We did. Yeah, we good did. times. Good, good times, everybody. So uh, so the mighty Jacksonville Jaguars had the top pick, followed by the mighty New York Jets, followed by the San Francisco 49ers. And so uh, those top three picks seem like they're falling into place, but we're going to predict them anyway. And here's the deal, guys. If we all predict the same thing, it moves off the board. It's not worth points. Oh, I like that. Mm. All right. So I, I just want to incent you to do something insane. So let's go. Let's go ahead. We'll go to the coach first. Coach, who is the top pick by the Jacksonville Jaguars? Um, say Ryan it, Leaf. Say Ryan Leaf. <laughs> say Ryan Leaf. Achilles Smith. 
David Klingler, Tim Rich, Rich Meyer, Rich Meyer. Um, I, I'm going to go out on a limb and say it's going to be Trevor T. Lawrence. Yeah, that's the, a the Clemson fighting Tigers. That's, that's a, a tough du- one. That's a against. done deal. That's a yeah. done deal. We all if, know that, right? If Urban doesn't take him, he's an idiot. He didn't get hired unless he said he was definitely taking him. But like, I think it's a done deal where like they are already negotiating. Oh, they've already done it. Yeah, yeah that yeah, contract's yeah. done. That's right. So, uh, so Maestro, uh, any change? Any reason not to pick Trevor Lawrence in one? Uh, no reason at this time, BMOC. All right. So that one is off the board. Number two pick, a little more interesting, New York Jets. They like to pick a quarterback just about every third year and then hang <laughs> the franchise on them. So uh, so how about at Maestro? Who are the Jets picking it to? I don't know anything about this guy, but pretty much everybody is saying that they're going to take him, and it's Zach Wilson from BYU. Gotcha. Zach Wilson, BYU. Uh, that is the chatter right now. Um, Coach, what do you think? I, I – I think the Jets love – I don't know why. I don't know why they're not picking uh, fields, but that's another dis- discussion. But, yeah, they're they're taking Zach Wilson. They love that dude. I think it's going to be a big mistake, but they love that dude. I think it is too. He's a one-year-old. I don't know why. I don't know why, but – well, we, we always caution, Coach says this a lot, like if they only have one good year of, of film to look at, they, they should be wary. Yes. And that's what Zach Wilson is, but they love him. He could be the next Jim McMahon coming out of Brigham Young University. Oh, everybody needs another JM. All right, so maybe uh, that moves us oh, off the board because uh, yeah. I'm also uh, down with Zach Wilson. Uh, we're probably all reading the same article right before the show because uh, that's the kind of preparation <laughs> I, we do. I checked multiple sources. These were, But these first two picks have been decided for yeah. a while. This Long is, time. The only intrigue is the third pick. That's right. And that's the San Francisco 49ers. Who are they taking, Coach? Uh, I think they're going to go for the North Dakota State quarterback, Trey Lance. They think they... I think they think they see another Cam Newton or a Patrick Mahomes in him. I, I don't know if that's what he is, but I think they love his athleticism, which doesn't make any sense because Justin Fields is way more athletic and way more accurate and played for a Big Ten school. But, hey, yeah, yeah. take what you want. Go hey, ahead. North but Dakota State. I mean, come on. <laughs> Trey Lance, the Bisons. All right. Maestro, what do you got? Uh, well, here's the thing. The San Francisco coach, he's got like, what, four or five quarterbacks to pick from, right? Even even after the first two go quarterback. So I think he's probably he's going to he's going to really think closely about it. But I think he's going to go with Mac Jones. Ugh. I know. Guy's got a national championship. He knows how to win. Yeah, mm. maybe. So did Danny Cannell. Who? Yep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. See? So, uh, Maestro going with Mac Jones. Where's he out of Alabama? Yeah. All right. Uh, so, he could be the next Joe Namath. Joe Willie Namath. Joe Willie Namath. Uh, okay. Well, then I'll keep it interesting and I'll just, I'll just throw this out there and say hopefully somebody comes to their senses and realizes there's a player who dominated the Big Ten hit 68.7% of his passes and threw way more touchdowns than he did interceptions. And in the one game that he lost, got clocked so damn hard, he only sat out for one play, and that's just Fields. Yes. So I, I think right now, if San Francisco takes Mac Jones, like 
there's going to be a flurry of trades. Yes, to get to try and get fields. fields. Yes. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. And I see, the, and I'll tell you, just is what I think. I think the Patriots. I think Belichick will move heaven and earth if he sees that Justin Fields is available to get him on his roster. That's what I see. So that's your predict. You think Fields goes to the Patriots, which is the I, I think he's just going to make right? it happen. Yeah, they're they're a little deep. I think they're around fourteen or fifteen. But oh, I thought they were the ten. Um, Oh, are they 10? So, yeah, they would have to make some moves, but I, I could see that happening. I think Belichick wants him. The uh, the one thing I read, and this is interesting as well, because they're at 20, they'd have to move up a lot, and they just signed a quarterback, would be the Bears. Oh, oh I think he would be awesome you for know, the Bears. Because I, I don't know if in Chicago they're like, Andy Dalton is the uh, the Messiah oh. we have been waiting for. Oh, <laughs> like, I, Let's put a pin I, in Andy Dalton, sign, yes. get... Get Justin Fields and then get rid of Nick Foles. <laughs> I think that would be a great idea. Maestro, do you have uh, any idea where, where Fields might go? Well, this will make this worth, worth, worth a point if he goes I like somewhere. I, I think he's, I think he, I think he might go to Detroit, the seven pick. Oh, interesting. Who, uh, but Detroit just got Jared Goff. Is that right? Yeah, he's a piece yeah, of. Yeah, but that was really. They needed a quarterback, so I mean they had to get rid of Stafford, so they had to get something. I don't know if they think he's their future. Okay, I'm just writing these down because as you guys know, I stopped writing the picks down recently and then the <laughs> scoreboard just fell apart on me. That's smart. Write it down. All right, so coach, you're saying New England for Fields, Maestro yes. Detroit, and I'm gonna stick with San Francisco. All right. So that'll be interesting okay. that third pick. We'll see what that is. All right. So here's a wild card point I'm throwing out there. And here's how this works. You're going to pick, you just got to, you got to get the guy in the team correct. And the pick has to happen in round five, six, or seven. Okay. You got that? Because it yeah. would be like, if somebody like swishes and they're like with the 169th pick, this is, you know, yes. <laughs> no, just get the guy, the team, and it's got to happen in the last three rounds. Let's go ahead to Maestro. Uh, I'm going to go, well, I just said Justin Fields, he's the seven pick, but I, I think I'm going to go, I'm going to go with, uh, I think it was, the, was Devonta was the Heisman's trophy winner, wasn't he? No. So, so to clarify here, Maestro, uh, rounds five, six, and seven are like the 180th to 255th. Oh, I was thinking five, six, seven pick. Like, no. 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 This is a real wild card. So we'll let you research. We'll come back to your pick. Coach, who do you got? I, uh, I'm i going to stay with the hometown Browns. And um, I am picking a an Ohio guy. Not OU. Not Ohio State. But a Bearcat from Cincinnati. It's a safety. His name is Derek Forrest. Uh, hard-hitting guy. Uh, the Browns signed a safety. But I, they love to take late-round defensive backs. See if they can find a... Diamond in the rough. So Derek Forrest to the Browns in five, six, or seven. All right. Nice, nice job. I'm also uh, going with the Cleveland Brown. I think they're going to pick Ben Cleveland from Georgia. Oh, that would be nice. He's a guard and his name is Cleveland. Why wouldn't you? So we'll see if those yes. come out. Maestro, are you able to, to gussy one up? I'm going to go with. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I'm going to go with. <laughs> With John Jacob Jingleheimer Schmidt. Oh, I heard he's a hell of a hitter. I'll tell you what, we'll post Maestro's pick on the Instagram tomorrow. How's that? That's good. That'll work. All right. That's a good idea. 
I got to tell you, when Coach's energy is down, the show suffers. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> I'll try to ramp it back up. Come on. It's all right. I, so, I mean, the other thing is, you know, we have a garbage topic, and these we're garbage sports fans. <laughs> we ought to just call this show Garbage Wednesday. I'm telling garbage you. Garbage Wednesday. The only, the only thing we do that is worth listening to is what's coming up next, and that's the very seri- serious business. Oh, no. No, got no, another we got question. one little question. God damn, question. what the heck? I can't even drive God the trains right. You put the trains are off the rails. Come, Come on, on, Pete. Uh, okay, which this is this is an interesting question. To, uh, which NFL team do you think is like pretty much one pick away? Like they have a good draft, they're going to go into contention. All right, now let's go to coach. I'm I'm going uh, the Chargers. I think they get <laughs> one pick, and they're going to be dominating with Mister A Bear. So I'm going uh, I'm going Chargers. They need a All defensive right. player. Defensive player. That is the most bananas thing I think you've ever said on this show. But all right. <laughs> Go I, that was one of my ideas, too. I think Chargers are a, a player away. Huh. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, I'll tell you what. I went with uh, the Los Angeles Rams. I, you know, with, with Matt Stafford coming over there. Here's what's interesting about the Rams. They always trade their, their first-round picks away. They don't have a first-round pick until 2024. Interesting. Their top pick in this draft is is in the third round, but they have seven picks from the third to sixth round, and what they need is help on defense, right? So I, I just feel like they have a chance to maybe build up that defense with these later round picks. Mm. So, mm. and to be honest, technically they are a contender, right? They yeah. they won hey. won the wild card game last year, went to the okay. divisional playoff. But I'm I'm gonna say it. I picked a team that was seven and nine last year and wasn't a contender. And then yeah, come this on, is where BMO they State. could be a contender. You picked a team that was mm, already in the playoffs and probably. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. So I'm just saying, mm-hmm. maybe we should follow our own show sheet. Just saying. I'm sorry. Did does uh, does Maestro get a pick here? But, yeah, just a second. I, I just need to have a quick sidebar with Coach. <laughs> Hey, hey, Coach. Yeah, yeah. Good man. <laughs> I'm trying to run this show. I'm making mistakes left and right, and then you come down hard on me, man. I'm sorry. That was that was not a brother helping out another brother, and I'm so All sorry. Right. All you- right, Maestro, what do you got? Uh, I'm going to go. You actually mentioned them earlier, uh, BMOC, and I think, I think it's a fair assessment. I think the Chicago Bears hmm. are one of those teams that they just have – they're close. They just need a couple guys. Just a couple guys. Mm. And they're uh, then they're in the postseason. Mm-hmm. The Bears, yeah, and I'm pretty sure they were in the postseason last year. I thought they, um, I thought they didn't make the playoffs. They were they close. didn't make the playoffs, uh, or did they make the playoffs? That's did a good question. We'll never know because it's medium sports, <laughs> medium sports with BMOC. It would be neat if like there was a device we could punch in our question and it would give us the answer, but. We'll have, we'll have PD the answer and give it a shot. All right, so that's the teams we think are one uh, one pick away. Um, they they were in the playoffs. They lost to the Saints. All right, nine. Oh, there you go. Right, that damn it. All Mitch right, Mitch Trubisky played so good. Uh, so okay, good. let's get to the serious business now. Betting with Coach's brother. Wee-hee. 
Cause we're better without cheese brother. Are we? Better with cow cheese brother. Is Let's do this. So uh, we like to wager with coaches, Breda. Uh, when this when this uh, whole idea came up, we were going to actually like bet with an online casino, and we couldn't find one that didn't look sketchy. So we started wagering with coaches, Breda. We lose to him spectacularly on the regular. Uh, so before March Madness, we were down fifteen dollars, and then in March Madness, we managed to lose. Two full cases of craft beer, which we discussed on our last show, how we're going to fulfill that. And then I said, uh, we, we need to turn this over to Maestro. He has the highest pick percentage. He's the one that has to let us know when it's time to offer another wager to Coach's Breda. Is it this week, Maestro? I feel like Muxatani Maestro seeing his shadow, but I'm so away from sports right now. I, I'm not, I don't feel confident in so making a pick feeling right it. Now. I'm not feeling it. It's going to have to be either MLB or NBA because I don't think uh, I don't think Bretta's feeling the EPL, and that's the only sport I've actually watched the last couple of weeks. So I think we might have to push it a week, and I think I might have to confer with my co-host and see what we can do in the MLB because I think if it's an MLB thing, I think we got to go a series. Yeah. For sure. Do a series. Like a weekend series with somebody? Yes. All right. I like that. Very very similar when uh, when Cleveland played at Cincinnati, uh, Coach and I threw out a wager, and we lost badly there. Uh, yes, in we the past. Did. So, yeah. so we should uh, do that again. All right, Maestro. Well, we'll we'll leave it to you. But Coach, is there any way we could lure him into EPL betting? Uh, the problem is, is that he, if he's listened to at least two or three shows and knows that there's a modicum of, of knowledge of it, he might be where, you know what he's, he loves betting. So if we throw it out there, you know, yeah, but he doesn't know anything about it. Like I literally, I would guess he knows nothing about it. And honestly, we're in a weird part of the season with the EPL too. So it's like, we might as well just stick with baseball. Um, Gotcha. That would be my hunch. I I don't think, uh, Coach, if you're suggesting that your brother listens to the show and says, oh, no, they're EPL experts, then he's actually not listening to the show. (laughs) That's probably quite true. Probably right. All right. So we're going to we're still on hold with Coach's brother. That that makes good sense, which brings us uh, to, again, some more important business. And that is the scoreboard update. Scoreboard update. Yeah, and so uh, this is where we kind of keep our statistics for the season. Season four, Sports Wednesday started with the Super Bowl. We've been cautiously throwing out points, uh, and here's what happened, right? As I mentioned earlier, I couldn't find where I wrote down our last few picks, so I had to go back and listen to uh, a lot of Sports Wednesday so I could get an accurate count on what's happened. And uh, let me tell you guys, this show does not hold up. I mean, it is – we. we are like the fresh fish of shows. Like after three days, it is stinky and you want it out of there. But I do think I have some accurate numbers to share share with us. <laughs> Jeez. Do you guys feel like the show is worse after an off week? I do. I, I mean, I feel like we're, we're just not getting into our um, our rhythm. 
Yeah, the timing's all off. And like, whenever I need a cheap laugh, I just talk about how garbage the show is, and Coach starts laughing, and I'm like, and oh, it works. It's the, the well I'm going to keep going to. All right, we're going to pick it up. We're going to finish the show strong. Here's what happened, Coach. You are at six out of ten on the year. That's sixty percent. That was yes. after. First, we tried to predict the uh, number one seeds in March Madness, and then we did our final four predictions, which was uh, predict those two games plus the national champion. Uh, BMOC is at five out of 10. Maestro's at four out of 10. <gasps> I'm in first I did, place. I did in listening to uh, to all of this to catch up. There was a side bet with you and Maestro, Syracuse, Houston, and the, oh. the stakes were a 40 ouncer. So I thought I'd throw that out there in case that hasn't been paid up. That has not. So I owe you a 40 ouncer. Sweet. Oh Damn. You still owe me an end cap. Beer. I know an end cap and a 40. I owe I owe Maestro quite a bit. I'm going to be paying up here in a minute, uh, but I also owe him a <laughs> Maestro. Actually, I, I, bought, I bought the replacement candy bar for the uh, mythical mint Three Musketeers, which doesn't Ooh. exist anymore. Oh, it, it doesn't even exist. I can't find it. And it so, did you get me a mint Kit Kat? I see those. Ew! It is a mint Kit Kat. Nice. <laughs> Like the raging narcissist that I am, if I can't find it, it doesn't exist. Okay. And our guests on the year are four out of eight, so they're at 50%. So, we're Coach, you're actually ahead of the guests, which is rare. I Can I retire right now? You should. Tall Sean went three out of four on his uh, final four predi- or number one C predictions. Uh, Dr. Drew only went one of three in his final four picks. Oh, Dr. Drew. That's and then embarrassing. We all- we also, we had a pick in there with Coach's Breda, and just because I can't remember what it was right now doesn't mean it didn't happen, but that, he was <laughs> 0 for 1 on his, oh, it was our, our non-OU upset special pick, and uh, none of us got that, if you recall. I do. So he picked Winthrop, I picked UCSB, uh, Maestro picked Liberty, and Coach picked Georgetown. All four yes. losers. All I remember losers. that. So, uh, so that's where we are with the scoreboard. Okay. Scoreboard update! Yeah! All right, everybody, settle in now. There's a lot of backstory on what's coming up next. <laughs> so so here, here's the thing. A lot of people listen to sports once and they're like, man, you guys got a lot of inside jokes. A little hard to follow. And I say, shut up and stop leaving reviews on iTunes then. <laughs> Who says that? And and the other thing I'd say is you don't know the half of it. We probably take out thirty to forty inside jokes uh, each episode uh, just to get to a listenable thirty minutes or so. Hey, let me but, just say none of the listeners have got to sit in a van with you two and drive to OU and listen to all your inside jokes. Cool. Just saying. Yeah, that's cool. That's cool. Yeah, cool. Okay, you cool. feeling better? Yeah. You all right? Cool. cool, cool. Yeah, that's cool. Third wheel. Nice. You're doing okay. <laughs> feeling Mark, a little grouchy. This is just it's a good thing we're recording remote. I think this tonight's show would just end in a three-way fist fight. All right, so here here's what it was. Uh, I I was doing a side bet with Maestro, and uh, and Maestro and I go way back, and Coach and I go way back uh, to the '90s in college. And Coach, you were the one that chose the stakes of the side bet. Do we lose, Coach? 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 Yes, I did. <laughs> God almighty. He went to pee. He's got that little... No, I, I, had it, I had it on mute because I was just listening and I was like, oh shit, they want me to talk. So, uh, you know, and, and 
sports fans are going to love this segment. So the, the, the stakes were that if, if Maestro lost, he'd have to write a theme song for me. And I did that anyway. And that's what I'm going to point out. Maestro Maestro did it. anyway. we're going to play the theme song after I pay up this, this wager to Maestro, uh, because I want you people to know that Maestro is a good guy because the poem I'm about to read suggests otherwise. Oh, no. oh. oh my. No, I'm just kidding. So here is a, here's, here is the way, way, way too deep inside story. When I it's was uh, tw- when I was 20 and uh, Maestro and I, we lived in the same dorm sophomore year. I was, uh, I took a creative writing class and my professor, uh, had previously taught at the university of Pittsburgh where she had a young student named Michael Chabon. And uh, she told me that I reminded her of him and my head got so big because at that time, Shabona just published the mysteries of Pittsburgh, which was a critical and, and commercial success. And I was like, Holy cow, I'm going to be the next Chabon. And uh, most people don't remember uh, this. Uh, I'm sure she probably does not, but Maestro does remember it. <laughs> and he likes to <laughs> remind me of it whenever my head gets a little too big and I need, I need a little bit of uh, sitting down. So coaches, uh, coaches stakes were that I would write a poem about Chabon <laughs> uh, for Maestro. If I lost this side bet. And uh, then there was some concern that it was going to be too short or I wouldn't put in the effort. So it had to become a sonnet. (laughs) And to be fair, I'm like 12 weeks late on delivering on this thing. So so it's fine. It's finally done. I I want you to you guys to know, obviously, I have a master's in English. I know what a sonnet is. It's 14 lines. A lot of people say it has to be iambic pentameter in a specific rhyme scheme. That's a Shakespearean sonnet. It just really needs to be 14 lines and have some internal rhymes. So there's some dicey rhymes in here. I like but, dicey. Uh, let's uh let's see. So this is my story. This is my sonnet. Uh that that and and Maestro, uh, just because I, I was struggling with 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 the ending, I call you a motherfucker. I just want you to get ready for it now. Uh because uh, well, bef- before you start though, I want our listeners to know that. You've been dragging your feet on this and you've been like, I've been too busy, but we all know the weight of this, the deep, oh, the this deep might be the greatest, cut. greatest wager I've ever done. <laughs> and just remind, remember too, that this was coach's idea. I know. Mine. I know. Okay. This is going to be really a different note for sports Wednesday to hit here at 3350 in on uh, episode 151. All right. You ready? Let's do it. Do it. I call this BMO Chabon. <laughs> Don't fuck it up. Oh, man. Okay. Sorry. Go ahead. Sometimes it feels like life happens to you. Bills to pay, children to feed, too many dogs to count. And the gap between the life you thought you'd do and the life you're leading now, prosaic to surmount, grows too wide to measure. Too vast for any one person to see. A gap so wide that it cuts to the bone. For me, it is named just one word. Shabon. (laughs) But there is much to love in the life you lead. If you look for it, think about it, and try not to read too much into things like Maestro's silly bets. There's too much to do to bother with regrets. It's not Monday, after all. Nor Tuesday, it's true. It's Sports Wednesday, and I hope that's enough for you. 
you motherfucker. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that was awesome. It occurs to me that in the, the entire setup of that, I, I neglected to point out that Michael Chabon, you know, has written like 20 great books. He's won a Pulitzer Prize. He's uh, currently the showrunner on Star Trek Picard. Yeah. And I, I have this podcast. Which is the greatest so, thing you could ever give to humankind. So even Steven. So that is, that's a long delayed. I will tell you, it was uh, very humbling to write that. And uh, my writing has not gotten any better since college. That's for sure. All right. So the next thing we are doing is. It's oh. what there <laughs> Deep cut there, my sir. All right, here we go. Rants and corrections. No, we're not doing that. First, we're going to play for everyone the theme song that oh, you oh, did. Oh, yeah, yeah. So this came up when we started TikTok, and I thought it'd be cool to have a little theme song to play on TikTok. And I kind of sang one for Maestro, and he's like, let me see what I can do. And the next day, he texted me the greatest theme song. So this is what a good guy is. He won the bet. He still pays up his stakes as if he lost the bet. And I'll tell you what, this theme song is way better than that sonnet. All I see now is that video that uh, your wife shot of you doing it. it uh, I'll tell you what. It, it's so awesome to have a theme song that you can play when you open a PBR. Like, I feel like any future wagers that we ever do, uh, theme song is going to be the stakes. Uh, it's so pretty that's, damn good. That should, that should uh, totally wrap up now, that wager. I just got to get this mint Kit Kat over to Maestro, and hopefully oh. we'll be all square up. Maestro, do you owe anybody any side bet wagers? I think you're in the clear. I think I am right now. I, I owe think you uh, are. I owe King Havoc two six packs, and then of oh course we God. all owe Coach's Brutta. Or, or oh yeah, I mean I owe children. Coach's Brutta stuff, obviously. All righty. Yep. Yep. That brings us to rants and corrections and recommendations. <laughs> I like where you're going. Like, just just workshop it, Coach. Just explore the space with that with that recommendation. Ooh, he's got one too. I do. So well, this is where we like to clean up mistakes that we make, or uh, rant about something that might upset us. Has not can have nothing to do with sports. Could be anything, or we recommend something. So I have a I have a quick correction, and then we'll go, Coach. Are you next? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. So in listening to past shows, which again, I cannot recommend highly enough. Uh, I know you said that. Such, it's so, it's so compelling. Um, I, there was at one point where I picked UCSB to beat Creighton. And one of my reasons I gave was that the baby faced assassin went to Creighton. And I was talking about Steph Curry and I always mix this up. He went to Davidson. Yes. Kyle Corver went to Creighton. 
And they're yes. both good three-point shooters. But yeah, so so I got that 100% wrong. As usual, my co-hosts probably knew that because they're good sports guys and chose not to call me out out of deference yes. to my you know, senior position as host of the show. You drive the uh, train. That's it. But uh, I wanted to clear that up. Steph Curry went to Davidson. It was a Davidson Wildcat. Kyle Korver wow. went to Creighton. Do, All right, Coach, what do you got? Do the Browns okay. still own a Cor- Kyle Korver uh, Cavalier shirt? We have the we do own a Kyle Corver Cavs jersey. No, Although right. Cor- I think he's still kicking around. I think he's in Utah. I thought he was at Utah, wasn't he? I oh, think he's right. My. All right, coach, you go ahead. I'll find out where Kyle Corver is. All right, I have a I have a rant and a wreck. My rant is going to be quick. Uh, the other night, Madison Bumgarner um, threw seven innings of no hit ball, got a no hitter because. MLB only has seven inning games in double headers, but they won't recognize it as a true no hitter because MLB came up with a stupid ass rule of having seven inning double header games. It, I, I, I don't know what they're doing. It, it's so stupid. Um, he should have had a chance to pitch two more innings. It's dumb. Like if you're going to make the rules, then people achieve things and they don't count. So major league baseball, um, yeah, you're you're really you're really dropping the ball. You're just bad. And then uh, my wreck is an animated show that I recommended to you guys, but I'm going to recommend it out here. It's called Primal, and it's on HBO. And it's this uh, I don't know, maybe nine episode or eight, maybe ten episodes, and they're short, and they're just they're very visceral. They're like they're pretty violent, but they're there's no dialogue. Like he's it's it's really good. It's 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 easy to watch it. You get, you get invested into the character, this, this Neanderthal that's in it and it's in this T-Rex. So it's a Neanderthal and a T-Rex and it's awesome. Uh, it's right in my wheelhouse. So if you like good animated shows and dinosaurs and Neanderthals, the show's right in your wheelhouse. Coach, your, your wheelhouse is giant. Is what? It is giant. I have a giant. giant, I have a giant wheelhouse. (laughs) You got a giant wheelhouse. (laughs) And this one falls right into it. Yep. Hey, and of course, uh, Primal was written by Michael Chabon. Chabon. <laughs> Actually, it was not. I just thought I'd throw that in there. Hey, Go I ahead, Maestro. I got, I got a walk-on wreck. And Do it's it. it's a show that it's a movie that my wife and I watched last night. And this is a recommendation. Do not watch this movie. It was so bad. <laughs> it is called Breach. It came out last year. It is a Bruce Willis movie. And I tell you what. He phoned it in. It is the worst movie I have ever seen. Do not wow, that is a bold watch statement. it. It is a bold statement. It is so bad. It's a space movie. It's like uh, you threw like Alien and Contagion. It's just so bad. Oh, my God. Do not watch it. Breach. Breach. Do not watch. Okay. Off the list. Walk. Walk, walk back slowly away, as Coach likes to say. I, you know, Bruce Willis has been funny it in since Moonlighting ended. <laughs> Moonlighting. I read yes. a review. I read a review of Breach online, and they gave it a point five out of ten. <laughs> so oh my god! It is. Wow. I uh, discovered today, and Coach, you probably know this because you're a big Shabom fan. Mysteries of Shabon. Pittsburgh was actually made into a film in 2006 that also has like an 11% rating on Rotten Tomatoes. It, very bad. Did you see it? Yes. And it's it's very disappointing. I did really like that book and I, I did yeah. not like that movie at all. Yeah. 
All right. So so uh, that and just before uh, Maestro sings the theme song out of this part, Kyle Corver is with the Utah Jazz again, and they are a good team right now. And his Very middle good. name his middle name is Elliot, not Chabon. <laughs> Kyle Elliot Corver. That's a funny middle name. That's what that's what makes this show so funny. We know middle names. All right, Maestro, get us out of here. Rants and corrections. And Rex. Oh, man, coach. All right. Let's. <laughs> Michael Chabon drinking period. Michael Chabon drinking period. Oh, man. That, <laughs> that cuts on so many levels. Michael Chabon drinking period. Oh, man. Maybe we should just cut the show and just have that play for 35 minutes. <laughs> uh, you know, but every time I think a show is just, it's, it's terrible and garbage, we get to the two-minute drill and we save it. So let's get to it. This section we like to call... Two-minute drill. Wow! How's that work, Coach? All right. Two-minute drill is very simple. We all get two pops at it. 20 seconds at pop. We can talk about anything we want, sports, movies, Bruce Willis, bombs. But really, the beauty of this whole thing is it's called the two-minute drill. We named it the two-minute drill. Michael Chabon thinks it's the two-minute drill, but it never goes just two minutes. The mystery of the two-minute drill is that it goes way over. And that's why we call it the two-minute drill. All righty. Wow. Uh, I looked at the order this, this week. Uh, it is Maestro, then Coach, then me. Maestro, are you ready? I think so. Your two-minute drill begins now. This week, I'm MLB Maestro. Oh, yeah. So uh, the Oakland A's, they had a winning streak going, 13 straight. This is old news. But what I thought was interesting was that they started the season with six losses. And then they turned it around, had 13 straight. And you know what? They had a record 20 straight in 2002. But who beat that record in 2017, Coach? Go Indians. Indians with 22. Time. Coach. Oh, so it is with bittersweet news that I announce that one of our beloved Bobcats, Jason Preston, has officially announced that he is entering the NBA draft. I'm hoping, I am hoping and praying that he does not hire an agent, that he still keeps his options open, but... Good for him for trying to take advantage of a very good tournament. Um, it really sucks for next year for OU because when he him coming back would have been another great year. But Jason Preston, good luck. Good luck to so if he hires an agent, he's no longer eligible. But he that's he right. Can put himself out there without hiring an agent. Absolutely, and a lot of them do it just to kind of see where their draft status is. There's two yeah. Ohio State Buckeyes doing it too, and I don't think either one will get drafted. There's a yeah. chance Risk. that Jason won't. It's risky. It's risky. Yeah. risky, risky. Well, uh, he's got a lot of miles on the tires, but uh, I hope I hope for the best for him. So if Me that's too. the right thing, yeah, very good. All right, time. All right, I'm. Uh, you know, I uh, I said earlier I was talking about Steph Curry, the baby-faced assassin, and in that previous episode, I said I hated him, and I did. I did hate him because all those times the Warriors played the Cavs in the finals, he just any hope you had, he would kill it. 
right? Yes. Just whenever you'd think the Cavs were doing great, he would come back and hit these crazy threes. So I begrudgingly respect him, but I'm telling you what, this guy's April has been off the hook. All right, he has hit 72 three-pointers in a 10-game stretch. He's averaged over 40 points a game uh, in April, 40.8 points per game. And nope, nobody has shot like this. I watched a highlight reel of his best threes in April, and it's like... Like he's the, like the ball magically is just being lofted off his hands and into the net. I can't even explain it other than it is unreal. And in the NBA, they have this stat that I looked up today. It's called true shooting percentage. Do you know this coach? No, I don't. So it ha- so what they do is they take free throws and uh, field goals and three point take them all into percentage. So basically, it's a percentage of how many times when the ball leaves your hand are you going to score points. And his true shooting percentage in April was 75.1%. Oh, my God. That is That's off nuts. the charts. That's ridiculous. Unbelievable. So I'll tell you what, guys. I, I tweeted I'm going to send you that highlight reel. You're just going to be like, how is he doing this? It, it's I, I feel like, like you know how that, like Fernando Valenzuela would close his eyes as he was throwing a pitch? You know, it yes. was all feel for him. That's where I think Steph Curry is. I oh, I 1,000% believe I don't even that. think he has to look. He's not aiming. He's just like he knows the feeling. He knows immediately if it's in or if it's in or where he misses. He's amazing. Yeah, uh, yeah. seventeen, eighteen, nineteen seconds. Oh, time! I got it. In. Woo! Uh, maestro. All right, I'm sticking with the MLB. There's a wow. there's something going on with Trevor Bauer and Fernando Tatis Jr. There was a game on Saturday, and Tatis took him yard two times in that game, and there was some a friendly Twitter battle after the game. And now Trevor's getting his, he got his feelings hurt. And now he's getting, Aww. he's getting dark and he's throwing some, throwing Aww. some shade at Fernando saying that he was stealing his signs and all that. Shit. So I think that's kind of sad. This is, but this is where we're at with sports this Twitter bullshit. And I think it's kind of lame, but um, I like Fernando and I like Trevor and I hope they work it out. Time! Oh, I hope they work it out. I, f- I feel like Trevor Bauer doesn't know how to be a gracious person when he needs to be. I don't think he he has relationship issues. Yeah, he does. All right, Coach, what do you got? Okay, so three years ago this week, things were very, very different for one NFL team, and that would be the Cleveland Browns because they were on the eve or close to um, deciding on the pick that would hopefully once again try to change their trajectory, and that was Baker Mayfield. And I was the first one to say I hated the pick. But when they made that pick, they were 1-31, in and everybody thought they were absolute – absolute dog shit and now oh how things have changed they're rolling into this next season and people are saying maybe there's a chance that they could make their way to the super bowl get out that was three years ago that's why i love the nfl the nfl that parody really does exist god bless it go baker go browns they aren't going to no super bowl i know they aren't going to no super bowl Oh man, if we make it, if we make it to the conference championship game, that's a huge. Oh my god, are you kidding me? That'd be amazing. So, uh, just quickly interrupting the two minute drill, I uh, of course record in the same office where I run BMOC Worldwide Enterprises, and (laughs) I just I spilled some Pabst here on my desk, and I don't have a, a napkin, so I grabbed the whiteboard eraser, and that was a huge mistake because that thing's full of ink. You're not even so. PSA, if you spill beer, do not use a white port eraser. You're just going to make a bigger mess. That could be a Franklin or a, what's his Pollock? What's his name? 
Jackson Pollock? You got a Jackson Pollock on your desk over there. Or were you talking about Franklin from Peanuts? Right, because that's what I thought you were talking about. <laughs> all right, here's what I actually wanted to say, you guys. Uh, Bush beer, Bush. all right? They are coming out with a drink yes. for dogs. Oh, no. It's like bone broth and that kind of thing. So they've decided they are looking for a CTO, a chief taste officer, which is a dog that they are going to pay $20,000 a year <laughs> to oh taste God. this stuff. And you Indeed. apply it on Twitter and Petey the intern's all over it. His application went out today. It looks great. You guys, I'll, uh, I'll send you the link and you retweet it and we'll get a little lift to it. Come I'm on, Petey. Right now, this is a perfect fit for Petey the intern. Finally, Go, Petey! Time that two-minute drill. Oh, wow, go pretty. Oh, man, we went a little over that time. I thought we were spot on for sure. So did I. Damn. So here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to give the MVP of the show to whoever guesses closer on the two-minute drill. Are you going to do that? Okay. It just seems, it just seems fair. That's fine. We All right, Coach, that. what do you think? I'm going to say you. I agree with you. It's somewhere between two minutes and eight. So I'm going to go six minutes, six minutes, 37.8. 637.8. Maestro? I'm going to go six minutes, 61 seconds. 661. <laughs> Once again, Maestro is closer. It was 638.33. Congratulations, oh. Maestro, on your MVP for the 151st consecutive episode. Well done, Maestro. Well done. And if, if you're just joining us, if this is your first show, I'm amazed that you made it here. First of all, congratulations. <laughs> and secondly, we know the math doesn't work out. It's a bit. <laughs> oh. All right, fellas. I, we got we have a lot of soul searching to do about this show, I think. We we have got to get into someone's garage in lawn chairs with a lot of beer and a notebook and figure, figure out where we've gone off track. I concur. But until Wednesday next. And on behalf of basketball legend Matt Longley and the maestro Brian Hake, I'm Pete Brown, the big man on campus, thanking you for joining me, saying take care of yourselves and each other. And as always, good times. And that was the Kingdom Come riff that was requested. Get it <laughs> Yeah, if you're still listening, you can request riffs. Just uh, reach out to us on the social, and we'll we'll. You're still listening. Do you guys know I've never actually said reach out to us on the socials and had someone reach out to us on the social? I know, but someday someone's going to reach out to you on the socials. <laughs> Sports Wednesday is produced by Blue Monkey Communications and features basketball legend Matt Longley, the maestro Brian Hake, and me, Pete Brown. Some music and sound effects from today's show came from the websites audionautics.com and freesound.org. Visit sportswednesday.com for complete attribution. You can follow us on Twitter at Sport Wednesday, that's sport with no S, Wednesday, and on Instagram at Sports Wednesday. 
For more information about the board game Hoopsters, visit hoopsters.store, drop your email address in, and we'll keep you in the loop. Until next Wednesday, and on behalf of basketball legend Matt Longley and the maestro Brian Haig, I'm Pete Brown, the big man on campus, saying good times, everybody. Good times. Good times.